Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Real Business Podcast, where we talk about real business, real growth, and what it truly takes to have a business, not only that you love, but also makes a ton of money along the way. This is a place you can come to listen, share, learn, and just be yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Hartsman. Welcome to the show. Hello, podcast fam. Okay, welcome back. We're diving into buyer types today. I got quite a few questions from you guys in my DMs after you heard me referencing them. I think it was two podcast episodes ago. Um, And this is going to be a cool, short, right to the point podcast episode. Knowing buyer types is something that's going to allow you to make so much more money because it's going to allow you to understand the people in your community and how you get to sell to them so that they move and buy. Oftentimes what can happen is we're being taught, you know, sell this way and sell this way and sell this way. And that's all amazing. Like it's all applicable and it all gets to work, right? However, if we don't know our own buyer types, if we're not aware of how people buy in our own communities, we then don't know how to take those sales strategies and customize them to our own businesses, to our own sales processes in order for more sales to actually come in, in order for people in our community to feel like they want to move forward, to feel inspired, to get into your DMs and be like, I, I need more details on this. So this is really, really big when it comes to just your sales in general and keeping this in your back pocket. And what's so cool is like, you'll learn this. If you don't know this, you'll learn this. And then it's just going to be in your mind. You're going to be aware of this. And the cool thing about this is you're going to also be really in tune with how your people buy moving forward now that you know this information. Now, something I want to preface, you of course can Google buyer types. I did not make them up. They are literally, if you like are in any sort of like, like if you're a marketing geek like myself, <laughs> like this is like, this is known, right? But many of us as entrepreneurs, like we didn't get into the online space as marketers, right? Like even for me, I have a marketing background in um, my degree. However, even when I got in the online space and like for my first my first business coach at the time, like, and you have to put out content all the time and you've got to sell, like, it just isn't something that's like a natural skill for a lot of us, right? And it's something that over time we get to become better at. But I think one of the most profound things as an online entrepreneur is to intentionally become better at marketing because when you're better at marketing, you'll make more sales. And so with today's episode, this is something that's going to be able to help you do that on such a deep level. So again, take this episode, put it in your back pocket. If you want to learn more about this, feel free to go on Google, or of course you can get inside of my world in some way, shape or form. We do have a marketing program that will be covering this in detail in January of 2024. So if you want some details on that, you can of course get on the email fam. We've got an exclusive pre-pre-sell that released to email fam only, Um, or you can just message me on Instagram. Either one, you can let me know you want details. We can chat it out and see what's best for you. But let's get into the buyer types. Here's the thing with buyer types. Not every single person buys the same. And there's four different buyer types. I'm going to tell you all four names and then we're going to break them down. There's analytical buyers, which you've most likely heard of. Analytical buyers, assertive buyers, amiable and expressive buyers. And we're going to break them down and 
this is going to allow you to be able to sell to your different buyer types in your community so that you make more sales. Analytical buyers. Some of you here are analytical buyers. I myself am an analytical buyer. Analytical buyers are motivated by data, stats, everything that they get, the deliverables, they do their research. They have to know everything that they're going to get before they purchase and or before they reach out. So often what happens in the online space, and I love this space, but I just want to invite you guys to just be aware and like almost self-advocate for your own business. I don't mean you have to vocalize it, but I mean just be aware of some things that some people are saying and sometimes take it with a grain of salt of, oh, that just doesn't apply to me and my business and my types of buyers. That's all I'm saying, because oftentimes what we'll hear in the industry is, well, if they need to ask questions or if they need more details, then they're not my client. And in my mind, when I hear that, I'm like, then you're just missing out on so many analytical and assertive buyers because those are the people that need details. And if you just give them the details, they'll most likely buy. And so like, don't count this out. It's not a bad thing to share the details of your program. Now, we don't want to just sell. What I'm not saying is like, don't just sell the stuff, right? You also want to sell the outcomes, the desires, the emotions, the feelings, et cetera. But it's not a bad thing to include on your sales pages, your sales emails, your sales slides, whenever you're selling, just the nitty gritty of the program. Because the analytical buyers that need to know this are going to see this. And that's if they're interested, it's going to prompt them to reach out. I want to give you a prime example of exactly what I mean when I say how important this is to just, if you know you have analytical buyers in your community, how important it is to include this on your sales pages. I was on TikTok the other day and I'm new to TikTok. By the way, if you're on TikTok, let me know. Let's be friends over there. I am like a fish out of water. It is such a different vibe than Instagram and Facebook where like, it's just different, right? <laughs> and so I'm learning and I'm open to it. But I was looking on there, I was like, maybe I'll get a social media manager for TikTok. I don't know, maybe. And I was just searching and I was searching in like the search engine. And a girl came up and I really liked her vibe. So I like went to the link in her bio and I clicked on her sales page. And it just like said, like, look at our services. And it said like this service and this service. And then like to inquire. And I was like, I have no idea what this includes. Like I have no idea if this is even anything remotely as to what I'm looking for. Therefore, I'm not going to waste my time to reach out for this because I don't know if this is what I'm looking for. So I don't want to get on a call with somebody that like I literally have no details of this offer that I've never spoken to before. And so had she had on her sales page what's included in her social media services, I maybe would have applied literally in that moment because it would have answered those questions and I would have been like, oh yeah, this is exactly what I'm looking for. So that's like, I just want to share with you like how simple it can be to just put these things into place for your buyer type so that you make more sales. Now, with analytical buyers, we are also people that need to know what's going to be covered. These are typically your people that will ask you what the call times are. I can't tell you how many times I've had people come to me, clients come to me, be like, it's so annoying they're asking when the call times are. It's not because that's a make or break if they're going to join the program or not. That's just a detail that they need to know. That just because they're detail-oriented people, they're motivated by data. And so it's not a bad thing to tell somebody, like, call days are going to be this. Or we don't, we don't have them scheduled yet. When every client comes in, we have everybody vote and then we create the calendar from there. If you have an answer for them, they're like, fine, great. Even if they can't make the calls and they go to all the recordings, that's not going to hold them back from joining the program. They just genuinely have that question. And so it's not a bad thing. 
They want to know all the things. These are also people, and I'm going to say this a hundred times today because every single buyer needs this. They're also people that need to know that you get results, whether that be for yourself or for your clients. If you're somebody listening today that doesn't have like a ton of client results, that's okay. Use yourself. You are your biggest testimony until you start to rack up those client results. But if you're somebody listening that has tons of client results, use them. Every single buyer type is like, that's a motivating factor as to why they move, but it's never just the only reason as to why they move, right? Like results alone aren't going to bring in massive amounts of sales. Now, there's assertive buyers, very similar to your analytical buyers. I almost put these two in like the same group, but they're not exactly the same because there's one difference. So assertive buyers are very confident. They know what they want. They're like, give it to me straight. I don't want any single fluff. Like, I want you to just tell me as direct as possible what what the offer is and I'll make a decision. Sometimes there are people that have a little bit of an ego in their buying decision. Like there's sometimes, and you maybe haven't experienced this and now you're going to understand this. There are people in your DMs or on sales calls that are like, well, I already know X, Y, and Z or already did X, Y, and Z. Like, how is this going to be different? How is this thing going to actually help me? And I know as you hear me saying that, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I've definitely dealt with people like that. It's not because they're questioning you. They're just like, they want to know how this is going to help them. So it's just like a little bit of an ego. So you've got to kind of stroke that ego of like, I completely understand you've done X, Y, and Z, and it's amazing where you are right now. Here's how this is going to support you to help you get to X, Y, and Z of where you want to go. And then they're like, great, I'm in. You know what I mean? And so it's just, they're a little bit different than an analytical buyers in that sense, but they also need all the details and all the data that analytical buyers need. So those two things, those two buyers, they're very, very similar. They just have that one subtle different difference. Um, typically, your assertive buyers are people that are lurkers. They're consuming your content for a while, um, and they need to know exactly what your service will do for them, especially at their bottom line, in order to move forward. Now we're getting into our amiable and expressive buyers. And I kind of lump these two people in, in the same category just to keep this, keep this simple, but they are different. There's like miniature differences. So amiable, a lot of people are amiable buyers. And as you're listening, maybe you were listening to analytical and assertive buyers and you're like, that is not how I buy. <laughs> like, that is not me. You, you're most likely are an emotional buyer. That's what amiable and expressive buyers. Um, and a lot of women are typically emotional buyers because we buy, a lot of women buy based off of how they want to feel, right? And so there's a bigger pool, typically a bigger pool of emotional buyers. But through this episode and from today, I really want you to get in touch with how do your people buy so that you can sell to them appropriately because how my people buy is going to be different how your people buy. And that's something to just really keep in mind. Now, amiable buyers, they buy based off of how they feel. They want to know how this thing is going to make them feel. They're activated by emotions and relationships and feelings. So when you're creating sales copy, that's like, if you're sitting here right now and you desire to feel this, like this is the program that's going to help you get there, right? That for that buyer, they're going to be very, very drawn to that. There are also people that want to hear other people's stories and they want to see client reviews. Again, every single buyer needs that, but These are people, like, they're very drawn to this, Um, so make sure that you're continually doing that if you have amiable buyers, well, words are hard, (laughs) if you have amiable buyers in your community. Then we have expressive buyers, and these are people that buy, again, 
based off of feelings and emotions, but they also buy based off of how their decision is going to affect other people around them. So I often find, and I don't want to lump every mom in this category because that just absolutely wouldn't be true. And I'm not a mom yet, but I find that a lot of clients of mine, I work with so many moms, so, so many moms. And I find that their style of buying is they want to make sure that the decision that they're making is not only best for them, but it's best for their family and their kids. And it's going to literally improve everyone that they think is involved in this decision. And so when you think about expressive buyers, they, they buy based off of feelings and emotions, but they also want to know how this is going to affect people around them, how this is going to impact others. And if you can paint that picture that it's going to impact others for, for the good, then you've got a lot of ammo to play with, right? And again, these are buyers that need results. Every single buyer needs results. So keep showing that stuff, storytelling, case studying, all of it. Keep sharing that. Social proof is really important for every single buyer. So don't forget that. One last thing, because I know I'm going to be asked this question. Um, pay attention to your audience in order to know. I know I'm going to get asked what are my buyer types? Like, Michelle, how do I find that out? What I want you to do from this episode is to just analyze how have people bought from you in the past? If you could even go to like previous sales conversations, if you're somebody that sells in the DMs or you're somebody that sells on sales calls and you have notes from those calls, I'd invite you to reflect and look at previous conversations that you've had. And can you detect any of these things based on those conversations? You can also talk to your audience about this. You can poll your audience. Um, You can ask them like how they buy certain things, right? So it's really important for you to know this because when you're being taught sales strategies from your coaches and your mentors, um, even my clients, I know a lot of you listen to this podcast. If you're listening and like being taught sales strategies from me, knowing this is going to allow you to customize it so much to you, which is just incredible and so helpful and will make you more money. I'm going to leave it at this. I will see you in the next episode. The next episode is going to be really juicy, by the way. We're just going to get into some sales mindset, sales mindset conversation to just kind of bring you through the end of the year, get you ready for the new year. I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, everything gets to sell everything.